All right, so we are back with another episode of The Bus. Today we're joined with stellar and Grammy award-winning artist, guitarist, singer-songwriter Jabari Johnson. Jabari, what's going on, brother? What's good, man? Awesome, awesome, man. Listen, man, it's a whole lot's been happening with you, so we're going to get into that. We're going to get into, you know, the new project and all of that. But after the live the other night, you know, I got a fan question here for you. And the first question here is going to be, when are we going to see Jabari versus Jonathan one-on-one Battle of the Jays? I mean, when are we seeing that this summer? I know I would pay for that. Hey, Jonathan really don't want to see me, man. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't have his chance. He didn't have three chances out here in Dallas. I uh, went to L.A. We didn't get a chance to really, like, link like that in L.A., mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. you know, he always talking about Steph Curry, said he the greatest shooter of all time. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But I got a magic done. I got a signed magic jersey right here. There you, you know go. What I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Then I got, I got the sign. I got the sign Chris Paul, too. Oh! You know, it, it, it is what it is, man. You know, I ain't worried about time. I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. I know you were healing up recently, so you all healed up. You're all good now since your injury? Uh, I'm still um, still healing. I, I've been dealing with some stuff with my calves. I actually went and got a deep tissue massage yesterday, mm. and that lady almost made me cry. <laughs> like she kept, she kept pressing them knots out of my calves, and I was like, oh, man, it hurts. <laughs> yeah, but she was like, "Just let me know if you want me to ease up." I was like, "No, nah, I need it. I need it. I stay in pain." So you know, I hear you. I hear you, man. And I have a quick story. I think the first time I saw you performed was it might have been 2019, I believe, at the Stella Awards when they had yeah. the Emerging Artist stage. I think it was you, though. It might have been Will. I'm not 100 yeah. percent certain. Okay, see, see, there you go. Yes, yeah, so I saw you performed then i think i even ran into you again at the slv or one of those hotels out there in vegas it was yourself faith and a few others i came over i introduced myself but i'm not saying that to say you didn't remember me because you know not that but i'm saying to say it a whole lot has happened since then because looking at you as an artist you know since you know a few years ago and everything else that has happened since then you know now it's being dubbed you know a lot of people are saying, you know, hey, you're in your your winning season right now. I know you mentioned the other day you call it your harvest season, but how is it now that being in this season, right, that for you to not allow yourself to feel pressured or to feel distracted, but really just immerse and enjoy this season? Like, how are you handling that? Man, I just keep the focus on the main thing, man. I keep it on God. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get caught up in all the, you know, the awards, the charts, mm-hmm. and all that stuff like that. I just keep myself grounded with the word and just keep moving forward. Like when the record released the other day, Omega had to hit me up and let me know that my record was number four. And I was like, I had oh, no wow. clue because I wasn't wow. even concerned with all that. Mm-hmm. I was just like, man, I, I'm, I put this record out and I told God, do your thing. I knew all the seeds that I've sown over time and stuff like that yeah. was, it's, it's harvest time, you know what I'm saying? So I was mm-hmm. just like, God, do your thing, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to worry about it. He's been like blowing my mind ever since this record dropped. So, you know, it's cool, I, man. I, I hear, and, and the love has been crazy just seeing it because when you got on that live the other day with, you know, with Jonathan and Dolly and everyone, I think what everyone was seeing was just so spot on and just so consistent one thing after another after another. So, you know, your your type of song, what you're bringing 
you know, to to the industry and everything on a whole. It's just it's so refreshing to see. And with that, I'm sure you know you've heard a lot of no's when you're starting in your journey. But how have you remained authentically you throughout all of this? Uh, it hasn't been easy because you know, as an artist, you listen to other uh, genres and other artists that are in the mm -hmm. same genre as you, and there it's you begin to compare yourself or compare your sounds and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I went through that that season when I was doing this record. We did the live recording and everything, and I was ready to go back and be like, oh, they want, uh, you know, this type of music is popping right now. You know what I'm saying? Everybody is gathering around the piano and doing stuff in the, in the crib mm -hmm. and stuff. So let me let me try that and see what happens. And when I got ready to do it, God just told me don't touch it. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm glad I didn't, you know. It's, 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 it pays to be you. And I say this all the time. It's a slap in God's face when you try to be something other than what he made you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like you could have, you could have made me like, why, why you didn't make me like this person? Mm. God is like, because I made you, you, you're yeah. unique. You're, mm -hmm. you're, you're needed. You know what I'm saying? So I, that's how, that's how I do it, man. I just, I don't worry about comparing myself to others no more. I was actually in uh, Chicago and I was leaving a bowling alley and I just stood right there. I was going down the escalator. And I, was just, mm -hmm. I just stood there and I was like, Man, I really gave, I really gave the people me on this record. Wow. It wasn't, it wasn't something I heard mm -hmm. or from listening to other artists. It's just, it's Jabari. So you know, I'm proud of that, man. But you know, but talking about you know, give, giving the people you on the record, right? I mean, looking at the cover, right? The cover alone is, you know, talking about even, even taking a risk, right? So, talk to yeah. us. Who, who I there was, you know. With the cover, the hat, I mean, you pull it off completely. It's a really dope cover, but just, you know, take us back there when you're deciding what approach to even take with that. I'm a country boy. I know you, you probably see this little, little deer was thing. That, the elk? What was that? All this stuff back here. I'm, I'm a country boy, man. So my dad mm. is from Peach Eye, Louisiana. My mom is from East Texas. And, oh, um, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I was born in Houston. So, you know, we always go back to the country, go hunt with my dad, be out mm -hmm. there. Like, don't know, a lot of people don't know nothing about having a, a garden and picking uh, purple hub peas and growing watermelons and cantaloupes and okra no, and squash. I don't know nothing about all that. I do. My mom, we had two acres of land outside the crib on another, oh, wow. on another spot. And my mom had, like, this huge garden on there that we had to mm. go work. So I'm a country boy at heart. And I was like, if I'm going to give the people me, I'm going to give them all of me. I'm going to give wow. them this, this country boy hat with this jacket and all that stuff, man. And it, it was it was my idea. You know, I was like, you know, I, I got to give them me. I got to give mm -hmm. them everything they got to do with Jabari. So you about to get all this country boy. <laughs> and did it take a lot of convincing with the label when you pitched it? Because, you know, everyone. Oh, yeah. They, they want, they, yeah, especially uh, like Omega. He was like, ah, well, you know, but they, they you know, they, they took the handcuffs off your boy and let me do my thing. I, I think they like it now, so. Nice. I mean, I, th I think everybody like it right now, so it kind of yeah. it kind of sold itself. So def definitely, you know, good on you for even remaining authentic. And I think that's a lot of things sometimes too. You know, seeing with independent artists that want to sign, they're always concerned about you know, hey, once I sign with a label, are they gonna change my sound? They're gonna make me into something else? Are they gonna push me into you know what's popular, what's happening right now? It's really great to see that even your label is 
you know, sticking behind you, your vision, allowing you to just be your true self in that process. So, you know, how, how relaxing, I guess, and freeing is that for you as a creative? Uh, it, it's, it's very relaxing, man. Honestly, like when I, before I signed with them, I told mm -hmm. fate was my, my manager at the time. I told yeah. fate, I'm not sacrificing who I am for, for nothing, for anybody. Wow. So if they want me to change my sound or something like that, then I'm not doing it. And Gina, Miller, she pitched a couple of ideas to me and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But she told me the other day on the live, she was just trying to see if I was like really true to who I was. I saw that, it yes. <laughs> it wasn't to get me to change my sound. She just wanted to know, are you sure about who you are? You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I appreciate that. I'm glad I stuck to my guns, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, they gave me free range on the first project on, and on this one, you know, especially on this one. I was like, ah, yeah, we, we're going to have some fun on this. So, and, and that was interesting when Gina said that because sometimes, you know, if you're not sure and not certain about who you are as an artist, as a person, you know, basically you're going to be going wherever the wind is blowing, right? So I think yeah. first and foremost from what you were saying is that you have to be comfortable, you have to be okay being authentically you and this way, even if you're putting that situation where they want to, you know, test to see, hey, you're really going to do that or is it just a thing for you that, you know, you're able to just do it naturally not even think about it? Yeah, yeah, you got, but I think about artists like PJ Morton, man. It's like, what if he would have, like, changed this sound mm -hmm. for, you know, the record labels that wanted to sign him, you know what I'm saying? Or it, he even wrote a song about it, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, if you don't remain true to who you are, man, you really just cheating yourself, man. And you don't want to be a, a copy of some, something else that's out here, man. Just yeah. be you. And I tell people that all the time, man, just be you. Because it was so hard for me uh, to just come to grips with like this is who i am mm -hmm. but now that i've come to grips with it i'm just like man i love it. i love me i love jabari you know what i'm saying so oh. that's i just want other people to get get to that level of you know understanding themselves you know yeah and, and i think there there's you know and, and thankfully to yourself and others that are doing that and they're just sticking to it you know they're able to see like hey it's okay to not be you know, like anything else that might be trending and popular. And you also touched on something else that might have been during the live or another interview you were doing where you mentioned, you know, hey, you were shopping around a bunch of your songs and such, and you were yeah. hearing some no's here and some no's there. You know, during that process, when you were writing, when you were shopping, when you were recording, like, did you thought about, hey, you know, maybe this is not for me. Maybe I want to quit when you're hearing all those no's. And what kind of kept you pushing forward during those no seasons? Uh Honestly, my brother, my brother, Nicholas Johnson, he actually played bass on my record. Yeah. And uh, he told me, it was just like, man, these songs that you're writing, if they if they don't want them, do them yourself. You know what mm. I'm saying? So that's what I did. It took that one time for me to just realize I could just do it myself. Yeah. Once have your way, once I mm -hmm. have your way, and then I think I just turned it in too late. It wasn't really like a no. It was just like, I'm already, I'm, I'm almost done with the record, so I can't Got do you. it. You know what I'm saying? So... I mean, it was still like a, still pretty much a no, but once I pitched that and then I put it out there and then the people loved it, I was like, any song that I pitch from this day forward, if I get told no, I'm going to produce it myself and put it out for myself. And um, yeah, that's 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 what I've been doing, you know. I wrote the song that's on my record, Victory Song. Uh, yes, I wrote that that's for an my amazing brother, track, yeah. Todd, Appreciate it, man. I wrote that for uh, Todd Delaney. But ah, I okay. just have a thing with turning in records too, too late. <laughs> Come on, man. You got to check the timeline. What's going on with Dude, you? <laughs> I didn't even 
even know that he was doing a lot of recording until he uh, okay. I was like, yo, I got this song for you. He was like, ah, I already got all of them, you know. But I was like, all right, cool. Uh, and then I tried to get him a feature on the joint, but he had some stuff going on too. But mm-hmm. it's just like, all right, cool, man. I'm going to get in here. I'm going to do it myself and see what happened. I was actually just putting that song on the record as a filler, honestly. Yeah. And to be getting all these messages of people saying, yo, this song is lit. Like, this, this it is song, it is bro. Sure. Like, yeah. yo. And I'm just like, I went back and listened to it. And I was like, yo, with the strings and everything over here, this I don't even know why I called it a filler. It feels it feels good, man. Honestly, it's, you know? it's a solid it's a solid track for sure. And even you know, kind of jumping a little bit into the album itself, because you know, from the album was recorded what 2020, 2021? When was that? Twenty twenty. October twenty fifth, twenty twenty. Okay, so the album was recorded in twenty twenty. Recently got released. You know, during that period where you were waiting, you know, trying to decide when was the right time to release it. What did that? silent or that waiting period actually taught you during that process because i'm sure Uh, you wanted to release it you wanted to get it out everyone else was releasing things around you and then you're deciding you know when is the right moment like what was that process like i know we hear this cliche it's it's a saying that people say all the time but delay does not mean you deny you know Mm -hmm. and it's, it's just what it is man like and i was i was pretty much the reason why the record kept getting you know pushed back because i was like all right Turn it in. All right, I need to change this. We need to go remix this. We need to go re- to ma- do remaster this again. I was pretty much being a Kanye. Like, <laughs> you, you're being too too perfectionist, man. Yeah, man. But I was just like, I want it to be right. This is my second yeah. record. I can't just put out any old thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like if I'm going to do something for God, I need to do it to the best of my abilities and give them all that I got. And if for I feel real, like yeah. something needs to be changed, you got victory song for instance it had fake strings on there man mm. it was fake string it was keyboards and i was like yo i need a real orchestra i can't go out like this and i hit up, <laughs> can't hit go out up. like this <laughs> i hit them up and i was like yo i know this joint is mastered but we got to get a real orchestra on here and i need oh so it was already mastered wow it was done, <laughs> it was done. turned in date was getting you know oh man and i was like oh man you gotta realize this record was supposed to come out last year around mm-hmm. like February or March 2021. Wow. So I was just like, man, hey, if we gotta keep pushing it back, we gotta keep pushing it back. But well, it gotta be right. It gotta be yeah. right. Man. Yeah. No, I mean, and that's, that's another thing I wish mm-hmm. people would just take your time. You, what Talk you about it. Talk for? about it. What are you mm-hmm. rushing for? Then mm-hmm. you have time, man. You have time, but you don't have time. You have time to get it right, but you don't have time to. That's it right there. You know yes. what I'm saying? So take your time and do it right. And and once it's, once it's right, people will appreciate it. But if it's if you just put out anything just to be putting out something, to just say, I got something out, mm-hmm. it's not going to be appreciated, man. You want people to love what you do. You want well, people to love the God that, you know what I'm saying? So, that you're yeah. representing. Yeah, no, again, and that's what I was going to say. Yeah, for the God that, that you're representing. And listen, man, you know, from all I've been seeing, we've been playing it back and forth constantly, you know, in the house, all over. And it's just like, you know, it's been one of those things whereby you can tell that a lot of hard work. You can tell, you know, you can literally feel and experience Christ through the record, you know, just from some of the interludes and all the different tracks and such that is laid out. And I know you have a lot of great 
features on there but you know i think maybe one of them you're a bit more excited and a bit more special to you outside of all of them so you know i'm gonna give you that one tell us who is that and why was that special uh that that was with my mom man honestly my mom has been my biggest supporter like growing up man just mm. started playing guitar when i was three uh she saw the gift that god had put in us that she handed us an instrument me wow. and my brother and mm -hmm. um when people would, you know, tell us to stop playing, like we used to go to my, in my home church, you know, what I'm saying mm -hmm. it's just no secret or whatever. They used to, they didn't want us to play. Yeah, they didn't want us to play. We couldn't play when the guest churches came over. We couldn't mm -hmm. play for the choir, you know what I'm saying? All kinds of stuff like that. But um, she kept she kept pushing us and was like, "Y'all are gonna be great one day, wow. and you're gonna look back on this and you're gonna." you're going to remember everything that happened. And, and you know, I'm just like, just looking back on that, I'm just like, man, yo, I'm glad I had a mother that, a praying mother, you know, yes. I had a praying mother, a saved mother, and a mother that believed in everything that I wanted to do besides play basketball because she would not let me hoop in, uh, in, uh, in high school. But, uh, <laughs> you know, she was like, no, you're not about to break your fingers doing that. But, <laughs> exactly. Uh, keep, keep those fingers for the guitar. <laughs> And I still ended up breaking two fingers when I got to college and played ball. I was like, wow. college now, you can't, I don't have to get you to sign off for me to play. I'm playing basketball. Broke yeah. two fingers. Anyway, but just, man, being able to do a mm. song with my mom. Wow. You know, she didn't even know it was going to go down. She was sitting on the front row. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I told the crew before we got up there, I was like, yo, I'm going to have my mama to come up here and sing this. She didn't even know. Wow. I knew it was one of her favorite songs because she yeah. was singing it. My mama would jump up in testimony service and start off with a hymn like that, man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah, just to share that moment with her. And she didn't even know she was on the record. I called her the other day. I was like, yo, did you listen to the record? She was like, I haven't. I said, you're on it. Your song is on it. She was like, my song is on the record? I was wow. like, yeah, yeah you're a national recording artist now, mama, you know? You're a national recording artist. That's, yeah, that's, but, uh, that's amazing, man. And was your mom or your dad, which one was the more musically inclined one in the house growing up? Uh, out of who? Out of your mom. Out of your mom or your dad. Like, who would you say kind of like who played the instruments? Your mom? Your mom played the instruments uh, as well? My mom didn't play anything. My mom could sing and oh, she could play tambourine. Oh, uh, well, come on. Come on. Come on. She could play the good old tambourine. <laughs> my dad was pretty much laid back. My mom said my dad used to be like a, a singer back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Okay. She, okay. You know what I'm saying? But I never heard him like, like sing outside of church or doing devotion or something at the church. But. Gotcha. No, I think it was, my, it was definitely my mom for sure. <laughs> now, you know, coming coming down to the end here, you know, I have to talk about the track One Touch. You know, there's been some, you know, some discussions about how it was written. You might have been going yeah. somewhere or something behind that. But, you know, I need you to confirm that because I can't be putting fake news out there. So I need you to confirm that. So how was this brilliant body, you know, this brilliant uh, song written? We was in a uh, small church in Fort Worth, and uh, we just flowed off of Have Your Way. Mm -hmm. Honestly, same thing with Fix Fight. We just flowed off of it, and then we went into, God just gave me that one touch and changed everything. And we just kept singing it over and over. And I was like, yo, I, they had recorded it already. So I was like, all right, cool. Let me uh, let me write this down so I don't forget it. Mm -hmm. But my homie had already had video of it. So I was like, all right, appreciate that. I need that. We get on the plane, me and my boy Cardell flying to Philly. I was like, let me finish writing this song. I need a verse, man. Mm -hmm. And wrote the verse, man. Went to Philly, 
sung it, and you know anything about Philly, they're going to tell you the truth. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, they're going to they gonna tell you the truth. Straight up, it's Philly, New York, well, uh, Cali, Atlanta. <laughs> New York will for sure, too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're real brutal, real brutal, man. But uh, wrote the song, sang it out there. At the first, when they was listening to the verse, I could tell they was like trying to catch where I was going. But then I got to the vamp, mm-hmm. and we got to one touch the tank, everything. Then we just kept going, going, and it went up, man. I was like, if Philly loved the song, I got to put it on the record. Went back to the label, mind you. Like I said, the live recording was already mm-hmm. done. Going back to them saying, hey, I got a, another song I want to put on here. It got to be something real special. So they they listened to it. Wow. They allowed me to put it on the record, and the rest is. It's history. <laughs> the rest is history. Now we're just going to be enjoying this. And, you know, before I let you go, I have to also, you know, ask, because in the season that we're <clears throat> that we're in right now, you know, we're seeing a lot with suicides. We're just seeing a lot that's happening right now, a lot of loss of life. Like, what is the message you have for that person right now faced with a difficult situation, thinking about giving up, and kind of one experience, that one touch that you were singing about and that you've experienced in your own life like what is that message you have for that person uh i don't isolate yourself don't mm. isolate yourself from your family don't isolate yourself from your friends that really care about you now I, when i say family i mean like like if, if your family is causing this then of course get away from yeah. that you know what i'm saying but don't isolate yourself from the people that really care about you and they have hotlines and stuff like that and pastors that have different you know um programs and stuff going on at the yeah. church that will help people with these kind of things go see a therapist man i know you don't yeah. want to talk to nobody or you don't want nobody in your business but i mean think about all the people that that's gonna hurt if you you know if you yeah. decide to take your life or something like that man honestly just mm. i know we say we say prayer changes things and it really does trust me i'm a firm believer that prayer changes things all the time but mm-hmm. At the same time, go find you somebody to talk to. Go get you a therapist. And like I said, don't isolate yourself, man. Because I tried to do that, and that's one of the worst decisions I could have made. I literally had to go get all my guns and take them to my best friend's crib. Because I felt like I was going to do something crazy. Mm. And I'm glad that I have people like her and my friend, Ariel Campbell, that sung on the record, and Kimmy and all them. I have a group of friends that hold me up and pray for me every single day. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, man, you need people like that in your life, man. That's, that's good. That's, that's good. That's it, man. No, no, I appreciate I appreciate you saying that for sure, man. And you know, def- definitely what you just underscored and what you touched on there, because that's that's key. I think that, and that's what the enemy wants, right? He wants you to isolate yourself. He wants you to stay in your head. He wants you to feel as though that you're not, you know, you're not enough. You're not adequate. You're not all of that. But definitely, you know, we know we believe in the Savior. We believe in what He says, and you know, He doesn't do anything undone so the fact that we are here is that you know he has more for us and you're a living proof of that so definitely appreciate even you keep pushing forward as well too now any any final words any announcements anything you want to say i know there is a release concert that's coming up in fort Worth, so you know let us know what can people expect from that concert where they can find you where they can get this new album just you know let us know what's coming yeah, yeah. So you can follow me on, and I gotta say this before I get into that. I was, mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to interrupt you, but man, listen, listen. John, Pastor John Hanna said something the other day when I was in Chicago. He said, "Don't let nobody that don't know you tell you who you are." Mm. You know what I'm saying? 
Wow. You know, the, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. It comes to steal your yes. joy and all that stuff like that. And he said, you know, he was talking to the young people and how we allow people to, like, bully us and mm-hmm. with the peer pressure and stuff like that and just all kinds of things that come with life. And it's like, man, don't allow nobody to have you with your head hung down telling wow. you who you are because God says that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. And that's enough. That is the end mm. right there. I ain't going to get to preach or whatever. You nah, can follow nah. me on Instagram <laughs> at Jabari Johnson, Facebook Jabari Johnson, Twitter Johnson underscore Jabari. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. And if you want to book your boy, just go to the website. And everything I just said is on the website. The website is djabarijohnson.com. And we got new merch up right now. If you want to go buy some new oh. merch, the new One Touch merch with the fingerprint on there with the cross in it. You know what I'm I saying? Saw, I saw you rocking that. Yeah. So, oh, <laughs> I love yeah, it. Love it. Love it. Yeah, and then the release concert. You know, what can we expect from the release concert that's coming up? Oh, it's about to be crazy, man. The release concert is March 4th. Tickets are yeah. going on sale this week. Mm. And. I got all my friends there. They come in, they come in to do their thing, man. So I can't wait. I can't wait for it, man. It's gonna be crazy. Uh, awesome, awesome. Listen, man, I appreciate you. Appreciate you taking time to speak with us again. I'm sure when with gospel music buzz, Jabari. Thanks a lot, brother. Take it easy. No problem, man. All right, take care. Bye.